dig. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Things We Dig. As always, I'm Chris Fig. How's it going? It's Dave. What's up, everybody? It's the other Chris. Hey, howdy ho. It's AB. Hey, friends. Good to see your guys' faces. So on today's episode, we're just going to dive into uh, some current digs. Any movies or TV shows, books, podcasts, whatever the fuck you want to throw out there, throw out there, whatever you're currently digging on, let's talk about it. Yeah, I definitely want to hop in on a quick dig that I just started. Netflix popped up with season nine of the reality TV series called Alone that I know a lot of you are familiar with. And it is fucking pretty wild. Just they send off these 10 people. This takes place in the Arctic Canadian area. Uh, this lake. Correct me if I'm wrong, Chris. Uh, I'm a big fan of Alone, but I have not seen the newest season yet. I've seen six, seven, and eight, I believe. And they're great. Yeah. And basically, this is like grizzly territory. They drop these people off along the coast of this lake and it's glacier fed and they have to pretty much have a set of tools and they have to survive alone. I think the craziest part is that they film themselves. That's not even the craziest part, but just the fact that while they're surviving, they have to film themselves. Is there any chance they run into each other while they're out there? Or is it so spread out that that's not a possibility? Uh, They spread them out pretty far in it. I'm trying to think if I've seen any where they interact, but I'm sure they have some type of rules in place or whatever, because the whole thing is, yeah, you're not supposed to interact with anyone. And that's like one of the craziest things about the show is that you don't know when someone else gets eliminated. You know, they don't send up a flare, do something crazy. So you could have eight people left or you could be you versus one other person to be the last man. So I thought that's a, a really cool, like, mental aspect of it oh it's fucking the stuff they do this guy found a nail and he pretty much forged it into a knife he kept throwing it into the fire hammering it with his axe and sadly that they 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 would all probably survive but you need food and shelter and unfortunately injuries occur so you never know what's going to happen so i'm really interested i'm only about four episodes deep but stoked Dude, that sounds intense, man. Talk about perseverance because I feel like when I do workouts and it's like you get to the last set, it's like, just do it to failure. And in my head, I'm like, when's failure? Like now? Should I stop now? And I feel like these contestants being out there really pushing themselves. Fuck, dude, we've gone, let's just say two weeks. Is this enough? Did I go far enough or should, should I go another two weeks? Like, and that fact of them not knowing makes for the viewer a such more interesting just view of it mm-hmm. being like, oh shit, they don't know there's two other people or one other person or the last person. And you're kind of like, quit. You're fine. Just quit. So definitely want to check this uh, this series out. They tend to get people who have like a little bit of they're not all just completely green. You know, they have some knowledge of living in the wilderness and stuff. So you see some pretty incredible shit out there. And it really sucks when someone's doing amazing. And like Alex said, like they get sick or hurt and have to pull out. And you're like, oh, you had like the supplies in the shelter. You're probably going to win this damn thing. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is like, I'd have to assume they have to be some type of like survivalists out there, you know, some type of experience at least uh, to be even crazy enough to want to enter into something like that. If you don't know, you know, anything would be wild. A lot of their (laughs) jobs, uh, they are survivalists. Yeah. 
like that's like their dream to just so do it. It just it just lasts until the the last man is standing. They like they yeah. last like a hundred days or some have. Oh, wow, that's dude, fucking nuts. And the, no, and the prize, damn. the prize money, five hundred thousand. Which that's it. It's a that lot. That is a lot. But watching Survivor, you just fucking <laughs> wander around with fucking people and lie and don't do shit sometimes and play games and you win a million dollars. Yeah, so, look for look for an idol here and there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But um, yeah, awesome, man. Yeah, uh, sounds like I said, sounds intense. Definitely, probably will check that shit out tonight because it does sound really good. But uh, does anyone else have a current dig that they want to throw out there that they're uh, loving right now? Yeah, man, I have something to bring up. In fact, Chris brought it up. I didn't even realize it was back. But what we do in the shadows has returned. I watched the two episodes that are out currently, and it is pretty hilarious, man. As always, have you guys had a chance to tune into either of the episodes yet? Not currently. Season three, right? Or four? I believe this is season four. Oh, shit. It's either three or four. All I I know, there's a little baby or something involved, and it looks fucking hilarious. But I, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, I don't want to spoil things, but uh, (laughs) for those who haven't seen season two, there's a reason that Colin Robinson is now like he's got the fucking Deadpool treatment, man. He's like a baby growing back (laughs) up or whatever. Oh, shit, dude, that makes me want to watch it so much more right now. Get out there. I haven't watched the new season yet. I think there's one or two episodes out, but I saw the ad and text you guys because I'm so fucking stoked for it, man. And uh, I love that show. I don't I, I forget who told me to like, oh, you got to watch the What We Do in the Shadows movie a couple of years back. And I did. And then I, they're like, yeah, there's a show based on it too. And dude, the movie and the show are both fucking hilarious. I got to check it out. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it if you guys haven't watched it yet, but they're hilarious episodes, man. Season one through three, it's, it's classic. And I didn't think it's the whole documentary style show like The Office or Parks and Rec and Community, I think, which I think at first I would feel like was getting old, but definitely not the case with this show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And for the viewers out there, we're, we're talking about what we do in the shadows on FX. It's like a mockumentary style show that follows a group of vampires in the modern day world, but they're like not very good at being vampires. You know, they're kind of idiots in, in something of a sense, but uh, it just follows them in their daily lives and shenanigans trying to find people to suck blood from so oh yeah Check and one of the one of the other main characters is a familiar to one of the vampires which is a human servant who yeah. desperately yeah. wants yeah. to be turned oh. yeah. yeah he wants to be a vampire more than anything in the world and but you are gonna not. have it <laughs> Yeah, great show. Definitely go out Super there and watch great, it. Dude, we'll yeah. be talking about it as the season goes along, I'm sure. Fig, have you ever watched it? Dude, you have and other people have recommended it. Just haven't had a chance to check it out. So because they're giving it such high praise that I will... It's on the list, man. It for sure is on the list. It's like one through 100. It's it's in the top 15 <laughs> for sure of shows that I need to watch. Definitely got to check it out though, for sure. But uh, what about you? Christmas cookie. What have you been digging on lately? Like watching wise, man, I've been watching a lot of reality TV shows with my wife lately, unfortunately to say, but to be honest, dude, a shitload of my time lately has been going to Star Wars Legion. I know you guys don't do tabletop wargaming at all, but it's like Warhammer with Star Wars characters and uh, I'm fucking hooked, man. I've been playing in a league at my local comic shop. 
building terrain for it, painting up the models, doing the whole nice. thing. Dude, that sounds, I mean, I would that love cool. to get into it. I played a Warhammer a few times with uh, some coworkers who were, had friends that were really into it and similar to you, painting their own figurines. And dude, there's a, in Pasadena, there's like a big clubhouse just for people to like all sorts of games, a lot of, um, you, you call them tabletop games? Yeah, ta tabletop war gaming. So there's a place in Vegas here called War Room Games. So if you're into this type of thing, fucking go and give them your money because they're awesome. And it's like you said, they just have tons of tables set up in there with like cities and jungles and little like, you know, biomes set up on them for you to game in. So it's pretty fun. It's a strategy game. It's like chess or something like that, you know? You so said, oh, do you cool. build these terrains? Uh, I'm building a table at my house. Yes. But the, the shop has a bunch of like, they just have racks full of terrain. So you can go pull some off and just build the table up however you want and then uh, just get cool. down on it, man. So this That's involves that. Star Wars characters and like, are you, you're in the world of Star Wars? Are you like stormtroopers, Jedis, bounty hunters? Yeah. So I'm playing an empire army and building it right now. And I'm like Tatooine themed. So, you know, they're like desert on their bases and stuff. Mm. And that's like the table I'm building stormtroopers. Yeah. Darth Vader is my leader. I uh, just recently bought Boba Fett. So I'm excited to get him painted up. And then you can be um, the rebels, the Republic. So like clone troopers and shit or the droids. The, dude, uh, that sounds hella fun, dude. I'd be totally down. I, I wish, I mean, like I said, I played with my coworkers and some of their friends, but just pandemic hit kind of died out a little bit. But I would definitely love to get back into it, especially if it's Star Wars theme. Yeah. And then I love Warhammer. Don't get me wrong, everyone out there. But it is uh, right now I'm having way more fun with it, man, because it's just just a lot more streamlined, a lot kind of like less rules and, and bookkeeping to do. So you can just kind of have more fun with it. I like that a lot. Do do people ever get really intense when they play it or is it kind of like you're uh, chill the whole time? There's like competitive leagues and tournaments where people do, but as far as just going in there and casually playing, everyone's super chill. Or like everybody so, crowds around like an intense game, uh, it's just like cheering them on. Like, yeah, you could do it. going crazy. <laughs> Kick his ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it sounds hella fun, man. Yeah, that has been uh, my time sink lately. Interesting. Right on, right on. Alrighty, last but you know, not least for myself, uh, actually been digging another podcast. It's called Pod Meets World, and it's uh, surrounding certain characters from Boy Meets World. Danielle oh. Fisher, Topanga, Ryder Strong, who played Sean, and Wilfred Al, who played uh, Eric Matthews in the show. They came together, and they're doing a podcast. They're pretty much just watching each episode, kind of going through that episode of kind of behind the scenes of what happened, kind of sharing some memories that they had, and just how certain episodes were set up. Um, the first couple episodes they put out, they're just kind of sharing the how the process was for them to audition and just how Hollywood treats pilots and stuff. And it's been really interesting so far. Uh, like I said, the first couple episodes are just kind of setting up the show. They had uh, William Daniels who played Mr. Feeney. Dude is 95 years old, but wow. he's still kicking, man. His brain is as sharp as ever. And it was just a really sweet episode of kind of how they admire the actor who played Mr. Feeney. And he truly was Mr. Feeney to them. So yeah, Pod Meets World. I know all of us here love Boy Meets World. So if you guys have a chance, check out a few episodes. Damn, dude. Why'd you have to tell me that? Now I'm going to 
waste my time listening to another goddamn podcast. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But no, that sounds awesome, dude. Obviously, we've spoken about Boy Meets World on the show. I'm a huge fan. I still even, it'll be like randomly recommended to me in my YouTube algorithm. And I always click on it. I even watched the scene today where Sean and Jack are in the hospital with their dad as he's dying. And it's a pretty intense scene, man. So I'm all for Pod Meets World. I need to listen to it. Dude, I think when we we all had to choose recently like shows from that era that we keep and every single one of us kept Boy Meets World. So that's a testament to how much we like it. I haven't checked out this podcast yet, but I listen to them a lot at work. So I'm definitely going to be throwing this in the rotation because I fucking love Boy Meets World. And Mr. Feeney still kicking, dude. That's dope. I heard when Feeney dies, they're just going to download his consciousness into a car. <laughs> and let David Hasselhoff drive it around. <laughs> badass car, dude. Night Rider. Dude, it's kind of crazy too because uh, William Daniels, Mr. Feeney, had like a whole career being like a Broadway star, being, Dave, you mentioned Night Rider. He was on a few other shows that were known, but even he said... Uh, Ryder Strong, who played Sean Astin, was like, hey, who do you get recognized most for? And he's like, Mr. Feeney, of course. He's like, oh, everyone who sure. sees me, they always do the Feeney chant. Feeney, Feeney. <laughs> I, I was love like, that, dude. I was like, that's so cool. And yeah, he seems in, you know, for being 95 years old, seems in good spirits. And it's just cool to, to see the cast members come together. I know a lot of shows do these revisit episode podcasts. And sometimes they're good. Sometimes, you know, you kind of fall off. But like you guys mentioned, Loving Boy Meets World. You never really hear that they ever had any problems with each other either like being together for that long i know they added more characters as, as they got older for like the last few seasons or whatever but yeah. a lot of those shows you hear like oh so and so couldn't stand so and so that you know and mm -hmm. cory and topanga couldn't even be in the same room with each other if they were <laughs> filming you, know? like, like, you wouldn't yeah. have never noticed but they fucking hated <laughs> each other <laughs> yeah, it, it, they said even from the get-go that they all were like really in tune with each other. They they did say Mr. Feeney William Daniels was more of a, like I said, he came from Broadway and these kind of more serious tone shows. So he's classically bit, trained. Exactly. And they said, but they learned from him. But they said all the other characters they loved, had good times. And it's funny, I, I never knew this, but in the initial pilot episode, there was a different dad and there was a different Eric that the actors to play them oh. but they realized it just didn't work out and then that's when they brought in uh the, the actor william rust to be the dad and could you imagine boy meets world without wilford l like no like not at all um how old were you guys the first time you ever watched american history x and saw that he, the dad from boy meets world was the racist dad in that movie oh, dude it made you be like no i didn't need to see <laughs> them i just connected that dot yeah, yeah i was today yeah. years old and i made that connection yeah that just show shows his race dude what are the best tv dads though of the 90s man or of all tv shows oh yeah he seems like somebody who embraces that too and like how people see him and like you said fig it's got to be wild i'm sure he never guessed at that stage in his career that he would take on a character that he would forever be known for by right. the younger generation you know and adored by i mean everybody our age loves mr feeney man or loves that actor uh william daniels oh huge dude yeah, so Pod Meets World, uh, like I said, check it out. I'm sure, you know, it's streaming on all major platforms. But all right, fellas, another good current digs. But on that note, it's Chris Fig. See you guys later. I'll dig with you boys any day of the week. See you later, alligators. Always a pleasure, my dudes. Peace out.